my guest today is somebody that I admire so much. I have followed her career for so long because I am the famous frustrated professional dancer that had my ballet career cut short when I was 15 years old. So I absolutely love, love, love her. Cheryl Burke. For those of you who are not huge fans of Dancing with the Stars, she was on Dancing with the Stars for 26 seasons and won, won the trophy twice. I mean, she is incredible, so, so cool. And now that she's not on Dancing with the Stars anymore, she started her own podcast. I'm having so much fun listening to it. It's an iHeartRadio podcast called Sex Lies and Spray Tans, where she talks about the behind the scenes of being on the show for so long. She's interviewing people that have been on the show, dancers. It's really, really cool. And I've been trying to talk to Cheryl for a long time. And today we had a super fun, fast and furious conversation for Ken on the Loose. And I was so honored and so happy that she was here. If you don't know her work yet, go check it out because her posts are so real. She's so honest. She shares her story about becoming sober. She talked publicly about going through divorce uh, and now her life after leaving Dancing with the Stars after 26 seasons. I think she's incredibly inspirational. I had so much fun talking to her and I really, really hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I do. And like I always say, there is space for everyone. I love women supporting women and her podcast is also super cool and fun. So go there, check it out. Sex, Lies, and Spray Tens with Cheryl Burke. I hope you guys enjoy it. Before our interview with Cheryl, I always like to talk about Prazeri Sex Toys, the sexy sex toy line that I started a few months ago to encourage women talking about using sex toys, feeling comfortable talking and masturbating as something normal healthy and a big part of fulfilling adult lives we should not wait for a partner to have amazing incredible orgasms you should be able to do it on your own and you know what if you do have a partner if you are in an amazing relationship fantastic because you know what sex toys only spice things up when i interview girls never ever ever one told me no i don't want to use sex toys with my partners so guys go for it Get your girls the sexiest sex toys ever. They are adorable weapons of mass pleasure for happy, healthy, fulfilling sex lives. We ship worldwide. They are so fun. They're so flirty. A lot of them are miniature ones, so sexy, like the lipstick vibrator, the bullet necklace. You can actually wear it in public. It's such great foreplay. Go check it out right now. The, I'm going to spell it. Prazeres means pleasures in Portuguese. P-R-A-Z-E-R-E-S toys.com. Get your toys, use code FALL IN LOVE for a great discount and gift at checkout. Get your toys, get your O's, have fun! I also want to thank Privé LA Luxury Concierge for being such great supporters of this podcast. Privé is absolutely fantastic. They're so cool. If you want to plan a vacation, they take care of all the hotel reservations, difficult to get restaurants, transportation, all kinds of fantastic sports events. For example, now in November, 
Formula One is going to be in Las Vegas for the first time ever. And we are going to be there watching everything from a fabulous VIP suite. Thanks to Prevelli, they give you access to everything and anything you want in the world. So if you need any help, reach out to them. Prevelli, Luxure Concierge, P-R-I-V-E-E-L-A, Luxure Concierge and website privela.com they really have access to all the best events experiences hotels restaurants music festivals you name it they have it thank you guys and this is our fair warning and welcome message if you're new to our fast growing cat kingdom on the loose is a podcast which is 100% organic what does that mean it means it's never edited it means it's never ever scripted it means we never know what's gonna happen sometimes it's perfect and fantastic and recorded in a studio sometimes it's recorded in real life where we interact with our guests where they work where they play where they live it's just fun 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 it's real real life if you love complete honest real and raw conversations this podcast might be perfect for you and if you enjoy it welcome to our worldwide community where we can speak freely about sex dating and relationships and always try to learn from each other i hope you guys enjoy it Oh my God, Cheryl Burke, I cannot believe you're on Candles. I have to say thank you. And I am so, so honored to have you here. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me. I've heard such great <laughs> things about you. I saw a little bit of your interview with Brooke Ooh. Burke. So um, she speaks very highly of you. She's actually on the latest episode of uh, Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans, my new podcast. I right know. Now, so. And I was listening to the interview oh. and I want to talk so much about your podcast. I want to ask about the name. So yes. let's rock and roll. It's going to be like you do. You know how you do at the end of your podcast, like fast and rapid furious, fire. rapid yeah. fire. Our whole That's interview good. is going to have to be rapid oh. fire. Because okay. when I told my audience, I'm going to have Cheryl on the podcast, we've been bombarded with questions for you oh. from all over the world. Oh, wow. Wow. That's, I, I'm very, um, <laughs> I am blushing. You I are very loved. People know me around all over the world. They do, believe it or not. Like we got, got questions from Australia, from Spain, from Brazil. Wow. You are very, very loved. So I'm going to try to squeeze in as much as we possibly can okay and and Let's then we're gonna get to your podcast so okay. you did 26 seasons of, of dancing with the stars so one question that people ask a lot why did you leave because i mean we we would think it's it was home to you right after such a long time yeah i mean you know as a dancer and competitive dancer you know as a woman especially you know life isn't very long as far as you know i also have expectations of myself and you know with them, you know, it's just, I, I want to be able to be a proud of the product that I see and not like I wasn't, but I also, as you get older, you want to evolve. And I, um, after, you know, been blessed with so many seasons of dancing with the stars have always been asked back, you know, it's been amazing. It's changed my life for the better and I'll be forever grateful to the show. However, you know, it is important for me to grow, whether that is within the company over there or not is not, you know, my business at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I cannot feel stagnant. And I started to feel that way. And that's not fair to my, you know, partner that I would have had or the uh, other professional, 
you know, girl that wanted my job. Yeah, <laughs> no, say, I example. hear you. That's very fair. Now, yeah. 26 years, that's a long time. We watch it on 26 TV. Seasons, 26 seasons. 26 seasons. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 26 seasons. Yeah. yeah. But 17 that's all, years. Seven, yeah, that's a long time. Same thing. We watch it on TV. It looks easy, but it's hard as hell. It becomes a huge part of your life. How do you deal with being on TV for so long, having so many different partners, the media talking about you, the critics, people can be harsh, can be crazy nasty, right? Especially now with social media. A lot of girls send this question because you seem like so strong, so put together. Your posts are so inspirational. A lot of people send the same question. How do you handle it? How do you deal with all of it at the same time? Do you have a secret? I've got a great therapist. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but I mean, look, I'm, I am, I've always been this realist right within myself and I don't, I I've hired people around me that don't sugarcoat anything. Um, because you know, maybe that comes from my competitive background as a ballroom dancer and, you know, my coach was not one to, uh, be words of affirmations as far as his, uh, love, you know, communication goes or whatever it's called. But at the end of the day, you know, I appreciate the honest, uh, the honesty, the truth and the transparency. And I expect that from the people I choose to also surround myself with. And, you know, I think when you have a foundation like that and you start to like, look, mind you, though, I still struggle with some of these comments. Like I have body dysmorphia and I'm not going to blame it from when I got called out for my weight in the press. I just it, it all is work from within. Right. So like. For example, you know, me leaving the show on my terms helped with self-respect, helped with boundaries, helped with loving myself. And I think until you at least like yourself, um, how do you, how is there a foundation of your own identity within you? You know, we cannot define ourselves by our job, by the status, by the, if you want a mirror ball or not. And, and I had to learn this the hard way. And in order to have stability and that feeling of safety in my life, I had to turn inwards as much as people yeah. say that all the time. It's I'm still a work in progress and I'm, and I don't have all the answers for sure. Yeah, no, but it's incredible. Cause like you said, somebody said something about your body and all these girls, so many women look at social media, especially teenagers, right? Younger women, they're like, Oh my God, if they're, because obviously you have the most insane, perfect body, Thanks. phenomenal dance. You're my superheroes because I grew up that I was a ballet dancer when I was a kid uh, and I broke my knee when I was 15. That was the end of it. So when I look at the professional dance, I'm like, okay, that's my dream. You know, that I'm never going to do. I know how hard it is, but if somebody has the balls to criticize you and your body, it makes a lot of like mere mortals look at that like and feel horrible about themselves yeah it's not a good message it's not a good message to right. send out to uh, society today but you know it's not just me it's a lot of people that you know these uh people bully and um yeah. look i think i'm hoping this generation whether i think it's generation z i think that you know 
they're slowly, first of all, they're very independent, almost too independent, I think, um, because there's a fine line, right? It's not black or white. Like there needs to be this <laughs> vulnerability still. Then, and we do need supposedly human connection. So I mean, yes. I'm the same, like I prefer sometimes not to, but um, you know, it is important to have that, but also it is important to first know yourself and get to know who you are and know too, that that changes. Yeah. It just changes. Like, totally. You know, we evolve whether you want to or not is irrelevant, but it's either two different paths you can take. You can change and go with the waves of the ocean or you can fight it and live miserably, you know, yeah, I and I've done both. You. Same. I agree with you 1 million percent. And I love the, that we do the podcast because I feel we are telling the behind the scenes because yes. on TV, people see the final product, right? They see it's, everything so not, beautiful. It's, it's it ain't that glamorous. Like that. It's definitely not that glamorous. So can you tell us, I know I'll, on your podcast, I'm in, I'm loving it. We're going to talk about it in a second, guys. Hold on. But can you tell us a little bit of the behind the scenes? Like, for example, how do you get matched with the celebrities who makes that decision do you have any say on it or somebody just comes to you and says okay Cheryl you're gonna dance with this person well I mean basically that but it's not as simple as one would think I mean we have a casting director her name is Dina Katz and then we have the executives and then we have the network and then the production so it's got it all like they have their ideal partnerships right and I think now you know season 32 is happening at the moment um, you know, I think they start to understand the personality of the pro dancer. Like some of the pro dancers have been regulars, right? Um, like for me, for example, I would assume what, whatever I was dealing with in my life, whether it's like I'm single or whatever, I'm sure that they want to maybe in the back of their mind, they're thinking, well, so is this guy, mm. you know? So it's like, maybe now this is another conspiracy theory. Now, conspiracy theories <laughs> doesn't mean that it's the truth right, <laughs> by right. any means. But this is all just in my head and it seems to be a pattern that I see. But again, it also is like if someone, let's say, is a really sweet, kind, gentle man, most likely won't be my partner. <laughs> because it's not going to match I'm your not, personality. I'm very strict, right? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, like I'm no bullshit and that's just who I am. And uh -huh. I mean it with all good, 100% pure love and uh, good intentions. I don't be mean just to be mean. But I'm not one to give positive affirmations if I if I don't truly believe that you deserve it, right? I love that you're gonna tell the truth. I think that's of super course. Important. I mean, that's that. I don't know anything else. I am a bad liar. Same. No, I prefer if people tell me the truth. But now, so they pair you with someone. I think dancing is very intimate. I think it's very sensual, right? It's very sexual in a lot of ways. Like you said, if they pair you some some person that doesn't match your personality, it's not gonna work. Do you did you ever get matched with somebody like the minute they told you I'm gonna dance with this person, you were like, okay, this is not gonna work. I cannot teach this guy how to dance. Like from like judging it by its cover? Yeah, just looking at the person. Did you ever have that vibe like that it wasn't gonna be a good partner for you? Or were so you I don't always... judge it off I don't judge my partners off their dance ability because that is something I can train. I judge off of their good hearted if they're a good hearted person or mm -hmm. if they are a good person in general, right? Like that has a lot to do with my motivation as a teacher. It's like, you know, if this person, you know, is uh, able to be vulnerable enough to me and to the audience and to trust the process. Now, when you're not, then, th then we're going to have problems because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm on your team, 
Now, when it comes to the aesthetic and the material side of if I can make you dance or not, well, I'm not going to, I think subconsciously, I'm not going to really, I don't know. It's hard when somebody isn't as on the defense, let's say, and insecure, for Mm -hmm. example, as as that is normal. But at some point, you're going to have to let that guard down and know that like the pro dancer is there on your team and on your side. And we're here to make you as good as possible within the amount of time that we have, which in return will take for you to stop questioning or to stop not trusting the process. Right. So it's like, it just, it's a two way street in that sense. Now, you know, um, like for example, Jack Osborne, I didn't think that he was going to make the final Rob Kardashian. When I danced with him, the goal was just to beat Kim Kardashian who got eliminated second week. He made it to second place. He should have won. Oh, he did. But at the end of the day, you know, I was able to invest and, and truly do the best work I could do for that person because mm-hmm. we trusted each other. Right. There was a sense of trust. And this is the type of stuff that you don't see, right? Like you don't really see what goes on behind the scenes. Hence why I wanted to do this podcast. Yeah, that's why I love your podcast because you're telling th- things, especially people that love the show like myself, that we had no idea. Oh, it's so much deeper than what you yes, guys see the aesthetics. I think it's even more fun. Like, honestly, I would love to see a show that was like more the behind the scenes and the process because yeah, just showing you guys pretty. like practicing like you said like you get somebody so green and so so raw and then every every week they evolve and many times they get hurt like i was listening to the brook episode today i mean they go home with injuries and they're exhausted and there's that whole situation and you keep going keep going i would love if they showed more it's seven of that. days a week yeah because you know why that's not life isn't all um (laughs) manicured the way that you know a lot of tv is but at the end of the day i get it this is a tv show but i'm telling you it is not that glamorous Uh, no i know it's a ton a ton of i I mean i do like one hour of salsa and i want to die and i'm not even exaggerating (laughs) it is blood sweat tears tears. i believe it because sometimes i take like one hour salsa class and i want to (laughs) die Well, it's such a great exercise that. though it you know and it's, it's really great exercise. though too on a somatic experience yes. as well like it's just that that um yeah. the therapeutic benefits of what movement does is pretty amazing totally i love it now did you ever get a partner that you were attracted to you're like oh my god this guy is hot i would date this person so in the beginning i maybe be but i also come from the dance world so like this is like our jobs. Like I, I have asked this um, in almost every interview I've done on the podcast, like whether it's Brooke Burke or Heather Morris or uh, Maxim Schmarkowski. And, you know, I always ask, is it the celebrity or the pro dancer that falls in love first? And every single person so far has said celebrity. And that is true because of the fact that we touch people. Like, like for us, human contact Literally smacking a butt, for example, <laughs> though nowadays that's not okay. It is not, it, it's literally like giving me a hug. Like yeah. it really doesn't matter Yeah. Uh, for me. And for most dancers, I would say like, you see us, we're very touchy and it doesn't mean we have a crush on you by any means. <laughs> um, I also have realized too, that, you know, you start to see someone's true colors and it just either takes the, uh, the honeymoon phase quick away from this <laughs> partnership or it continues because they're genuinely or even this like maybe you weren't attracted to somebody and because of their endearing personality and because they have a great heart you become attracted to them yeah. and it, it's it's like this is where love is blind i'm so obsessed with that show <laughs> i um text the 
president of Netflix the other day, actually. And I was like, have you ever thought of doing a celebrity version of this show? Because it is fascinating. Yes, that is such a good idea. That's why I refuse to do a dating app. Because it's just so, again, you're just like swiping because of the way the person looks. Yes. Like regardless. No, and I, I talk about that all the time on my podcast because it is about dating and relationships. I feel the dating apps like... So many people are, are ordering people one. like DoorDash. No yeah, no. Like they literally like, yes, no, yes, no. They, they're ordering like pizza. You know, it's, it made dating so frivolous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I completely totally. agree. I, I, I don't even know how to use one and I don't plan on ever use I, I'm sure I you don't. Like, I, I'm sure you don't need one. I'm sure there's like. How, I'm, not, I'm actually not dating. I'm, I'm sure I need one, but I don't think I need. I don't. I love myself more than yeah. to go out there and just yeah. swipe left. I, I barely look you. at Instagram. I like I got to do what's best for my own mental health. You yeah. know? No, for sure. And I'm sure there's like a line of guys that would die to date too. <laughs> that you don't need the dating app. Quite the sure. opposite. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not giving out that energy at the moment because I'm dating myself and I'm like, there's so much work that I need to do in yeah. order to change the pattern of men I, I was used to dating and uh, that felt like home, you know? And so yeah. I owe it to myself. I've never given back to myself in this sense so i love I'm not that, that i think that's a fantastic message because so many people put so we put pressure on ourselves as women like i gotta date and i gotta society. be with a partner gotta, and you don't need yeah. to be validated as a woman in any way shape or form uh, like you said it's so good to date yourself to put yourself as a priority to work on your projects take a break right well also you need to give back to yourself yeah. or else your life is going to be cut in half and how totally. in the hell are you going to be able to give back to others like yeah. selfish too that word selfish has been given the wrong definition and it's it's like oh you're so selfish yeah thank god i'm selfish because then i wouldn't be sitting here with you today being able to share my experiences and hopes to help at least one person know that they're not alone you know it's like simple yeah i love Um, that but it's like there is of course there's bad selfish like when you're dancing for example like you can't be selfish (laughs) for ballroom dancing it does take two but um like in life you have to give back to yourself even if it's just 30 seconds a day you know how do you give back to yourself every day you got to make it an, an important intention and goal for yourself Oh my God. Every day. One million percent. And for, yeah, I think it, it's, it's a lesson that we all have to learn and it's a process for sure. It's not easy. Yeah. Now, this is a question that I had like lately looking at the show, I was wondering, you tell me if you agree or if you think it's true or like, it's my own little crazy conspiracy theory. The way people vote, do you think, um, le- like, let's say now this season, right? They eliminated Jamie Lynn Spears. I feel most people vote because of the way they perceive the celebrity. Like if it's a celebrity that we are all in love right now, for example, Ariana, she's so adorable. We all felt her pain. What happened to her? No, 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 no. I feel regardless of how well or not well they dance, it, it influences the voting. So like I felt, well, maybe people wanted Jamie Lynn out because of all the the crap that went down with her and her sister, if they don't like the person, it doesn't matter. Even if they were doing a fantastic job, the public votes more like with emotion as opposed to the judges that are really looking at the dance. Mm. Do you have the perception as well? No. So, okay. So let's just talk numbers first. So it is 50% judges and it's 50% the vote. Yeah. A hundred percent. They can't, they can't uh, rig it because there's standards and practices sitting there. Mm-hmm. So the show would have gotten shut down a long time ago. Okay, so that's one. Did you know that over 40% of Americans have a hard time swallowing pills? 
So when it's time to take your vitamins, large capsules and pills are out of the question. We know that gummy vitamins exist, but they're full of sugar, they get stuck in your teeth, and they only contain a fraction of the nutrients you need. Luckily, Easy Melts has discovered the ultimate vitamin sweet spot. Vitamins that melt in your mouth, taste like a treat, and are packed with nutrients ready for absorption, all without an ounce of sugar. For a limited time, Easy Melts is giving listeners a free three-month supply of vitamin D3 with their first purchase. To claim your free D3 vitamins, visit try.easymelts.com spring24. That's try.melts.com spring24. Say goodbye to the old way of taking your vitamins and say hello to the easy way. Two. Now, <clears throat> as far as what people vote, we don't know. Like, I, I'm just assuming. But the audience isn't. They don't know who Ariana is. She, the audience is my mom. Like, she doesn't watch <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you got to look at that, too. Like, yeah. our audience is mothers. And, and maybe once in a while you have like um a family get together once in a while but you also have to think about the younger younger demographic they're not watching two and a half hours of television no one's sitting here unless you're doing a podcast like myself and you have to watch it so you can do a show no one is sitting here watching two and a half hours (laughs) of tv hence the order of the show why Uh sometimes they put ariana last when will the because the mark that gold that gold mark that people always want to hit for advertisers is the 18 to 49 i love this new thing on zoom it's pretty amazing it does like all these different (laughs) anyway it's the 18 to 49 right demographic and those people you know i think every network television show tries to get the highest number but like we've realized i think too the numbers don't lie that it is an older generation that appreciates the show and that watches it consistently so with that being said, I don't believe either that it has to do with the final dance, that live dance. I think it has everything to do with how authentic and how um, vulnerable and how real you are and the chemistry between you and your partner prior to your live dance when you watch the packages. The packages to me are the first priority. That little interview that you do with um, now Alfonso with the, with the judges and then also with Julianne now up in the skybox. Mm-hmm. And then comes the live dance. Because mm. it's like you can't fake the chemistry, right, right? Right, And that's the thing. I think the first couple of weeks, maybe it's based off of popularity. But at the end of the day, why did they cast Jamie Lynn Spears? Yeah. Why? Why do you think they cast Jamie Lynn Spears? Oh, I would say because of her sister, because of the controversy Correct. in the so, media. But she's not her sister, right? right? She's not so her sister. You yeah. got to think about that. Like, what is the reasoning? Like, if she maybe would have not been voted off, and let's say it's like week five, week six, then we start to get to know the person. We want to mm-hmm. root for the person. You know, it's so hard to say. It's not black or white. I believe the first couple of weeks is just purely based off popularity. Whether you're controversial or not is irrelevant. Whether you have as many Instagram followers, because again, or the demo doesn't have Instagram. Like it's it's not it doesn't that, translate as yeah. easy as what people think it does. No, like makes you don't a you can't rate people's yeah. popularity off of how many Instagram followers when the fan base is sixty plus. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. No, they don't have you explain. I love that you explain that because we yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. Now, did you ever see 
which I think you kind of mentioned a, a little bit about that with uh, uh, Robert Kardashian. Did you ever see somebody lose and somebody win? They were like, oh, this was so unfair. Like, this was really, really unfair. What do you mean? Like, unfair. for example, somebody that lost that should have won or somebody that won that maybe you should have lost. But what, what do you mean? Like, in what perspective, though? Because, like, for just me, it's your not just opinion. about the dancing. Just, like, your opinion. Oh. Your personal opinion. Um, well, for opinion. example, there was a lot of controversy. I mean, honestly, I don't think Bobby Bones should have won, but he did because he was the audience's winner. Mm -hmm. So, like, and then Juan Pablo and I, obviously, you know, we were on that season. We didn't make the final coming off of a perfect 60 out of 60. You know, but, again, this isn't – so this is why I still – I, I – I can forgive the process because this is not just a dance competition. This is a television show, for yeah. God's sakes. <laughs> We've got to make good TV or else there's no more show. Yes. And that's why it's been lasting for so long, right? I guess it's the combination of everything. I think it's also a family show. It, gets, it bonds people. Like yeah. we have conversations about it. And it's an emotional journey, not just for the contestants, but also for the people at home. Yeah. And it's also why I did this podcast. Because it's like when someone gets eliminated, you're like, okay, give me a hug. Okay, go to New York. Go do press. Come yeah. back. And no one cares anymore. It's like, yeah. no, these people... People are left with all these emotions because you've consumed your whole life seven days a week you've done something you were so scared of doing you you grew whether you like it or not you've evolved I mean we had our first guest was Trista Sutter she was the first celebrity ever voted off ever in the history of Dancing with the Stars back in 2005 she had so much to talk about like this show is not like any other show right yeah. like you have to step out of your comfort zone and with that comes a lot of emotions oh that need God. to be talked about i you can know? only imagine so let's talk about your podcast because i have a million questions <laughs> <laughs> before we're not talk. first of all the name it's so catchy <laughs> it's so cheeky it's so adorable can you tell us how you came up with it sex, sex lies, lies and spray, spray tans. tans i love well, that i mean honestly it, it just fits <laughs> <laughs> it fits we also you know spray tans had to be in there and then i have this thing the power of three is powerful i like odd numbers so and but why lies because it makes you want to talk about it right we're right. talking about it right now yes right? yeah i think a lot of also the reason for the lies is because that's i think a lot of fans think have a lot of conspiracy theories put it that way yeah you know and we are here to either explain what ours are and maybe they're similar and maybe they're not maybe they're just look whatever is being said is all based off of first of all it's my guests that i'm asking questions you know to and then they respond to with their own conspiracy theory now they don't necessarily know what's going on because they're not standards and practices they're not counting the votes they're also not the showrunner mm -hmm. so it's like at the end of the day we're all just this is all just about getting people to talk. They have an hour to take the stage and it's needed. You could tell like there's a release out of their bodies after this interview, because it's like, this has all been stuff where they've either not been able to talk about at home because their husband or wife is so annoyed with them talking about dancing <laughs> stars. Here we go again. Here we go. Get over it. Get over it. But it's like, no. And you're talking to a vet, somebody who understand. I've gone through it all. Yeah. I understand. I've had options to A through Z of conspiracy theories. Are you kidding? So we're just here to just talk about yeah. it because it's important. And Vance, and you're opening up, like I said, this conversation for to me, and I'm sure so many people that are on the show it's fascinating because you are literally telling us 
the behind the scenes that we've never seen, like a bunch of situations yeah. that we never seen. Because all we see is the and you TV. deserve it. You guys deserve it. Yeah. You, loyal. <laughs> you guys have been so loyal to us, and we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for everybody supporting yeah. the show. Seriously, and hopefully, in a way, hopefully this ends up making people more people want to watch the show, and also it gives me, um, you know a platform for me to discuss my expertise, which is ballroom dance. Mm -hmm. And so I watch and critique the show. I give as much as possible. I give constructive criticism. Obviously I'm not there to attack anybody by any means. I'm just there to talk about my opinion. And I think that maybe some people haven't heard that side of me before, right? Like I've just been a part of the show, which has been amazing. And I've been a pro dancer, but I was never asked for my opinion until, till now, until iHeartMedia hired me. And it's like, this is my job. And I don't, and I, and I, again, it's not, I'm not here to attack anyone. I'm here to hopefully give constructive criticism. Hopefully someone will listen to it and hopefully they can take it back and maybe agree with it or not is not yeah. my business, right? I saw that you did a little video on your Instagram about one episode that you said, oh my God, I got so much backlash from it. So I feel like, and I was surprised because I was like, why is she getting backlash? It's just... Have you heard the podcast? Yeah, I've heard like the episodes today. Like, So am I talking shit about the show? No, that, but that's, I was super surprised because I was like, this is so cool. Like... Because she said it's your perspective and the guest, it's the guest perspective. And I was just surprised that I felt like, why the hell is she even, because you're too nice. Because I would be like, fuck you. I'm not going to explain myself. I'm not doing it. No, because wrong. like at the end of the day, like I, I don't want to burn bridges with people who I've yeah. been, you know, we, it's been my second family, you know, and, yeah. and regardless, this is not meant with ill will by any means. And again, it's like, um, you know, I have a job and my now my new job and my new job title is to assess what I see. And um, I think that I am always one to say the truth when asked, like, I'm not going to intrude, I'm not going to give advice when I'm not being asked for my advice. But in this situation, I am. And then you can choose whether or not to listen to it, you know, regardless. Yeah. But I again, I mean this with all love and respect always. I know. Yeah, I think you're very respectful. I So far, like I said, I'm totally enjoying. I think it's super yeah. fun. I was listening to the Brooke Burke interview. So I want to talk about that for a second. I did interview. Did you listen Brooke. to the whole thing? Yeah, I listened to the whole thing because, you know, I interviewed Brooke for my yes. podcast back in April. I fell in love with her. I went to her wellness center. She's an angel. Amazing. She's so talented. And this is the part that is interesting to me. You girls developed a true bond, a true friendship this is the part i love because it's an industry filled with jealousy with cattiness with gossip and every time i meet women because i always think like we should unite right we're so much better we're so much it's stronger ridiculous. together yeah it's yes. ridiculous so when i saw the two of you i was like oh my god this is so incredible and then you said something to her on the podcast. You said, so many of my real, real friends came from Dancing with the Stars, such as Brooke. You girls are both gorgeous. You, you were both on the show in different capacities. And your relationship, your friendship transcended, moved from the show. And it's real. And yes. I love that. And I think that's a fantastic example for women. I mean, that... like, this is the show. I mean, yeah. this is why I will... There's so many reasons why I will forever be grateful for my time on the show. I mean, I wouldn't be here 
period, first of all. Second of all, the uh, you know, it's interesting because Brooke and I, we weren't this close when she was a part of the show. So, um, you know, I think with that, all of, I, first of all, I was in a, I was a different woman back then when Brooke was on, right? And um, I think now we have a newfound friendship, but because of the way we, because of the acquaintance relationship that we had from dancing with the stars like for example you know we wouldn't have been able to text each other and and reignite i guess the acquaintance because like by no means were we even as percentage of what we are today as far as our friendship and foundation goes as two women um i think we both have grown into our own identity and i think we share a lot of things in common hence why now we have a sisterhood you know and I love it. And I think it's super, super beautiful. And I think that's the message I always like to send. Yeah. That women need to stop being on each other's throats. Like, you're oh. my competition, my competition. I'm like, come on. You know, there is space for everybody right. to do their work beautifully. And right? by the way, no abundance ever. You, you don't create abundance by being jealous or envious. You have to, you know, leave space. There's enough to go around, people. Yeah. Amen. I love that you said that. Were you shocked when she was let go? Yes, and so was millions of other people. Yeah, I was too. How do you feel? What was the? What was for you? Sorry, I'm going to turn this around really quick. <laughs> what was the? What was something that was said in that interview that you never knew about? Like, did you did you ever hear rumors about how she got let go? Did you know she, about? Um. Okay, so when I talked to her, she said a little bit. I felt it's still like not a wound but of course it was emotional of course and she was is. very brave she was like look i got hit like you know what the hell i wasn't expecting it was such a dream job but i felt she obviously because of your friendship with her mm -hmm. she really opened up so mm -hmm. much on this episode she's so raw Yes, and yes. I highly recommend if you guys are listening to me now go there because these are women that you girls have been like in the eye of the hurricane one of the top the the shows tiger. on TV yeah. and yeah and she's very real about it like she was in shock she was surprised and you ask her like what were your initial emotions about it right and she's like yeah I was surprised I had to fight it out of her though yeah, I was like, just give me a yes or no. She goes, really? So I yeah. can tell with Miss Brooke Burke, you have to get her a little riled up and then she'll just be vulnerable. Because it's tough, right? I mean, it's it is tough. tough. It's because it's tough because there's also ego in the way. I'm not saying she has ego, but there's no, yeah. a lot of PTSD, but also there's a lot of beautiful moments. Like we wouldn't be, I wouldn't have her in my yeah. life, you know? But by the way, this is normal. And I'm not bad mouthing anything. I'm not bad mouthing at no, this no. show. Yeah. But we all have a right as human beings to have feelings yeah. and we all have the right to have a freedom of speech. But I'm not disparaging the show. And I'm yeah. not, and neither is Brooke. Nobody no, is. This nobody. is just by the way, maybe this isn't the truth, but this yeah. is our truth. Yeah. And we're just talking about it. And That's we it. know that uh, television, like you said, it's TV. They they need to. They want certain ratings. And of they have course. Not, obviously, they feel they need to evolve. We are just showing the other side of it, the human side of it, because it's like anything in life. When a boyfriend breaks up with you, or when you have an issue with someone, 
it hurts, especially in this industry, right? We get rejected every single day. And then for you blame something. yourself. Yeah. You think you're not pretty enough. Yes. You think you're not young yeah. enough. And, you know, you're replaceable. And yeah. I said this to Brooke. I don't believe that we're replaceable. No, I agree. No, because nobody yeah. is you. Yeah. Nobody is, you know, anybody. Yeah. You, if you are staying true to who you are, you are your unique self. Yeah. And nobody can replace you. But you have to also know and and want and learn who that is right like you have to understand who that is and then be obviously confident it is all so it's like it's overwhelming but then also to not be overwhelmed you take it just one second at a time like my sobriety literally you take it one minute at a time like I can't say to you in a hundred years I'm gonna still be so first of all I'm not gonna be alive but like in 10 years I'm gonna be no no no. like today I am sober today and it has happened to be a little over five years that I've wow. been sober. But the only way I've been able to do this is to take it one day at a time. One day That's at a it. time. And I say this to my partners on the show, one step at a time. Don't yeah. worry about the mirror ball. Yeah. Like this is so far away. And it's like, how do you even get there? It's about the what's unfolding yeah. in front of you. I think that's a really beautiful message because it's about enjoying the journey, enjoying like every single day. Well, not everything's enjoyable. Like not everything's enjoyable. You know, my goal is never, my goal isn't just to be, isn't to be happy. Like, cause like that's exhausting. My goal is just to be content is to not have anxiety is to not have feelings of, of unwanted feelings in my body. And it's also not to always be happy because that would be fake Mm -hmm. for me. My goal, anything was more attainable. And same thing, I think, in life is just to be who you are at this moment and don't deny it. And also don't always believe the feeling because sometimes and most of the time it's just a feeling and it's a lie that you're telling yourself. Totally. And just let it pass, like observe it and just let it pass through, you know. I really admire and I'm telling you that with all my heart, you know, I follow your work ever since you were on Dance With Star forever and ever and ever. And I see your posts on social media. And even like now you're talking about sobriety. I was married to an alcoholic for a very long time and he ended up dying. I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, so when I see somebody, I know how hard it is to talk about it people see the post they don't understand it so i when i see you talking about it and putting it out there and knowing that you're helping other people it really touches my heart because i'm like man this girl is so real everything you're doing talking about the show talking about the behind the scenes talking about your experience when you went through divorce which is something so tough imagine going on divorce on a public level like hello i cannot even imagine going through that and then everything that you talk about is so inspiring i'm telling you from the bottom of my heart i am so grateful for everything you do because your message thank you i just got chills no i'm telling with all my heart it's really really beautiful and that's what i like sharing with people and i hope they go listen to your podcast it's fun it's cheeky the guests are obviously amazing they have a lot of stories to tell and i mean i'm about to interview tom bergeron we're gonna have to make him a two-parter because <laughs> i think there's a lot of unanswered questions with uh you know with a lot of the reasons why brooke wanted to come on too it's like you know we just want to hear your side of the story yeah no no hard feelings <laughs> yes when is he going to be on so before i like because i know you're super pressed for time can you tell my audience, when do you drop episodes? Where do they find it? Okay. So um, I have a podcast called Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. Um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we drop two episodes a week, every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 wow. a.m. 
um, Eastern Standard Time. And then we drop another episode, which is just like of me reviewing the actual live show, which drops every Wednesdays. Um, so next week, well, right now, Brooke Burke is a new episode. And then next Monday, we have Tom Bergeron part one. And then the following Monday is going to be a Tom Bergeron part two. Um, (laughs) And then the next episode after Brooke, though, will be me reviewing week three of the Dancing with the Stars live. So you can follow us on at Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans on Instagram. And make sure you comment, rate, review, do all the things. Thank you so much. Because it's fun. It's incredible. So give us one quick thing before I let you go. Do you have a favorite this season? Do you have like someone that you think is going to win? It's too soon, girl. It's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> but um, I, I really, and this just goes back to what I say about how vital, um, you know, the pro dancers' jobs are. And I think it, in a way, the judges. I wish when I was on that they would have critiqued us as well, because there is no, you know, there are direct, full-on direct, um, like what you see with the celebrity is a direct resemblance of what we're teaching. Right. And so for, and I think that because you have to teach and perform, so that's two different skill sets. Some people are, (laughs) some people are better performers than teachers and some people are better teachers than performers. Mm. But what's more important is to be able to teach. And I think who has that, especially this season is Daniela. I think she's going to get her second mirror ball. Really? You think Absolutely. So? Do you with think... With the singer, with Jason. You, I have to answer this question really quickly because a bunch of girls here from LA send this question. Do you think Mauricio can get better? Is he too nervous? He seems get like better? very... Like with his dancing, do you think he's going to... Because he seems a little uncomfortable, like a little It's nervous. all mental. It's mental. It's mental, It's right? all mental. So like... I don't know. I don't believe in quick fixes, but until he believes in himself, how can anyone else believe in him? So that's the perception. Do how do you think Julianne is doing as a host? Do you like her? Yes, she's doing great. I think it's better than what it was. Yeah, for I sure. love her. Thank yeah. you so much, Sherry. Thank You're you. absolutely incredible. I am Thank so honored so that you did count on those. Thank Congratulations you. on your podcast. Thank and you. I will most definitely share all your links. You guys go check it out because she's incredible. Cheryl Burke, many kisses. Congratulations on your success. Thank you so much, my love. This was so fun. Thank you. I'll tell Brooke say hi. Yes, for sure. When you come to LA, we got to do one big episode, all three of us. Oh my God, that would be amazing. We we can do do like a one big fun video episode with all of us together. Let me know. In her teepee, in that teepee of hers. Yes, let's do it. Okay, bye, my love. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Cheryl Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, and before you go, check out Girly A La Mode, building a worldwide community for body positivity, self-love, and inclusion. The Love Collection is out now, and I think it's such an appropriate time for it. I think we all need more love. I think we all need to spread more love. The world certainly needs more love. The collection is adorable, very basic pieces that everyone and anyone can wear like cute cotton tank tops, sweatshirts, cozy hoodies, beanies, super adorable, affordable pieces that you can use, you can gift. Check it out and please use code FALLINLOVE at 
check out for a special discount. So if there is someone, we don't have to wait right for Christmas to give someone a gift or their birthday. I like gifting people that I love when they least expect. So maybe if there's someone that you miss or your best friend or your daughter, or your sister, you're like, you know what? I'm going to send them a little love t-shirt, a little love hoodie, a little love tank top. It's going to make their day and you help us spread the message. Girly a la mode on Instagram and on the website girlyalamode.shopping or girlyalamode.com. Don't forget to use the, the code at checkout. Fall in love. <laughs>